this song's called Anything Anything. It's Anything, Anything, I'm Rich Russo, and from 2005Z, My Morning Jacket, with What a Wonderful Man. And speaking of wonderful men, we are joined right now on the phone. He is the fearless leader of My Morning Jacket. Please welcome to your radio, Jim James. Hello. Hey, Jim, uh, thanks for carving out some time. And my first awareness of your band came from your opening stint in 2006 with Pearl Jam. Actually, had seen 14 shows on that tour. Really grew to appreciate your live show and the music. You held my attention for 14 nights. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I've seen you many times since. We have a lot of young bands that listen to this radio show as it's one that plays a bunch of unsigned music and um, up-and-coming bands mixed in. Great. And when I have a major artist on, I always like to always like to ask a direct question to them for that kid who's in a band playing small clubs in front of like five people, etc., paying their dues. What does getting a slot opening for a band like Pearl Jam do to your outlook? Did it validate your hard work? Does it set up, help you step up the live show, your songwriting, your knowledge of the business? Because obviously your band exploded right after that with Evil Urges a few years later. And yeah, I mean, opening up for Pearl Jam, getting an opportunity like that is just so awesome, you know? I mean, I feel like they, they're just really good. They just really, you know, they do it right. And they really, you know, for us coming up, you know, we have what we call like our, our big brother bands, you know, like Pearl Jam and, and Radiohead and, and those bands that are maybe 10 or 15 years older than us and that we look up to a lot, you know, and to get to, to get to meet some of those people and, and open up to those people just to see how Pearl Jam does it, you know, on every level from, you know, obviously their performance and their songs and the way they care about the world, the way they fight causes. And, uh, you know, Ed would reach out to us and come either play a song by himself or he'd come play a song with us to try and get people into the room uh, when we would, you know, before we would play our set, you know, just so people would kind of come running in from buying beer or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was really nice of him to do that. So, yeah, that was, that was a really, really, really cool thing. And obviously you've done a lot of cause work. I mean, just recently you had done something uh, here in New Jersey for uh, – the Hurricane Sandy benefit where you played with the uh, Preservation Hall Jazz Band and a couple other bands on uh, at the Paramount Theater, yeah. which was very, very important to us that you raised a lot of money and it obviously brought a band that wasn't a New Jersey band here to let people know how serious it was and it raised a ton of money. So we appreciate you for that. We're glad to do it. Now, the song I just came out of, What a Wonderful Man, and obviously seeing it live 14 straight nights, then, of course, buying the album, that song is... I'm assuming it's about loss. And with the mention of the devil, part of me kind of thinks there's a religious overtone to it. But then there's a line about the cassette tape being popped in. Then I feel it's a little bit more personal and maybe about a friend or something. Uh, what is the origin of that song? I try not to write too specifically because I would, I would hope the song could uh, appeal to you know anybody. Um, yeah, that song is about personal loss for me in particular. Uh, and, and our friends back home, one of our good friends, passing away. Um, several good friends committing suicide within a short amount of time back before Z came out. Um, so there's two different songs on that record about two different friends that um, had committed suicide. And um, 
I don't know, just, just in talking to people about it, um, you know, I don't know, I, I just wanted to celebrate celebrate their lives and, and just bring about an awareness of, of suicide and suicide prevention. And, you know, I, I just think there's so many confusing things out there about it, and I think it's so important that people know that, that depression is, is not wrong, you know, and depression is an illness that needs to be treated like any other illness and, you know, just kind of encouraging people to, to get help if they need help and, and talk about it and, you know, kind of remove the taboo from it. I feel like there's such a taboo on it. People feel so guilty about their depression and, you know, the pain they have to carry. And so, yeah, it's just in a nutshell. Sorry to hit you with uh, something so serious. This, you know, <laughs> no, no, it's funny because that song always resonated with me. Like I said, seeing it live all those times and then obviously buying the record and then seeing the lyrics and listening to it over and over again. I'm like, wow, this song is really, really amazing. And it's and it's you cover all that and it's a very short song. Like a lot of your songs are yeah. longer. That's like two and a half minutes. So it was just amazing you were able to convey what you were conveying and get that out there that quickly and in a way that was obviously will make people think about it and will make people um hopefully treat depression and suicide and all those other things much differently. And I think we're getting to a point where people are more understanding. And that's probably one of the good things about the internet as bad as the internet is at times and Twitter and all that. There are times where actually when people get called out on doing things wrong, it actually helps things. I, I think. Right. So Z came out in 2005. Evil Age urges came out 2008. Circuit all came out in 2011. So based on that, it's 2014. Every three years, are we due for a My Morning Jacket album this year? I mean, is there a surprise drop like Beyonce, or are you going to drop it in our uh, phones like you <laughs> too? A good old-fashioned release at an indie record store? Are we are we getting a new album soon? Well, yeah, we're. I'm actually mixing a new record. Uh, well, Tucker Martin's mixing it, and I'm out here in Portland mixing it with him. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it should come out hopefully in April. Of, of next year so spring of next year so not too not too long i'm excited for that i mean every the, every record you guys have done it just keeps getting better and better and obviously the live show keeps getting better and better and you've always done a great job with the covers i mean whether it was rocket man on californication the soundtrack or whether the true love ways version you did in the buddy holly soundtrack was just amazing now this year you got two so far. You got the Sergeant Pepper thing that came out with uh, Flaming Lips. Give us a little background on that. That is just that is just coolness and weirdness at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I mean we love the Flaming Lips so much, and the, the you know I don't I grew up listening to the Flaming Lips, and just they've been such an inspiration to myself and the band. And yeah, we've just kind of become friends with Wayne over the last couple of years. Super super weird is everything that they ever do does, which is so great. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, it's funny. I just think at one time, every time I get a new Flaming, Lip, Flaming Lips album, I just think you know, there's going to be like that one song that's not going to be like weird, that it's almost going to be just like a straight ahead pop song. And you're going to be like, wow, where did this come from? Like, was he not on drugs at this point? Did he just write like a three minute that's 50s pop song? The, <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty of the Flaming Lips. I mean, because they... They are weird, but they don't ever forget about the music. You know, it's not it's not weirdness just for weirdness' sake. They still 
still know how to channel beauty and power and, and majesty, and I think that's why people love him so much. And now let's uh, let's talk about the most recent thing. You know, this is Rich Russo, Anything, Anything. We're here with Jim James in my morning jacket. We're partner partnering with the North Face and the Department of the Interior to inspire people to get outside to protect and preserve our country's vital resources and part of the See for Yourself campaign. And it's kind of fitting, and I'm sure you've heard this a bazillion times, no pun intended, that you are partnering up with a company that makes jackets for this great cause. Tell us about it. <laughs> I, haven't, I actually have not heard that. That's good. You're the first. Oh, well, then I'm the first one. Tell us about tell us about this and how you and, and how you got and how you got involved. Well, about five years ago now, I guess I did a, an album called New Multitudes of, of Woody Guthrie, um, where a couple guys and myself got to go into the Woody Guthrie archive, um, write new music to lost lyrics. And when uh, I was on tour last summer for my solo record, I saw that they had moved. Uh, archives to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I went there to see the new archives, and uh, they had This Land is Your Land, the original lyrics, handwritten, kind of out on display, and the song was playing, and it was just one of those moments, you know, I stood there and, and was really just brought to tears by the beauty of it and the power of it, and um, so, yeah, when uh, North Face reached out to us about doing this, and I saw the footage that they had, and just knew the effect the song had had on me over the years. You know, I feel like the song is almost like a magic spell. You know, I think most people probably can't even remember the first time they heard it because they probably heard it so many times growing up. And you hear it, you know, somebody playing it on an acoustic guitar. You know, most people hear it passed down. It's just such a magically beautiful song to be passed down. So the whole thing really resonated with us to be part of it. Yeah, I feel that that is probably the most important american song i mean it really should be the national anthem and not and god bless america should never get played and even the star spangled banner at, at times i mean this land is your land is to me the you know the quintessential and maybe most important and influential american song when you think about it and by the way for every download of my morning jackets rendition of this land is your land on itunes the north face is making a donation to the 21st century conservation corps up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. and the band of course is contributing their artist fee and when you chose to cover that you covered the complete version of that song which includes the private property and the hunger reference which is not only fantastic by the way it's also amazing how those verses still resonate some 70 years later was there any resistance for you oh, choosing yeah. to do the full song? Because most covers in the school plays, etc., always eliminate those verses. No, I mean, I just wanted to do, you know, that's the way that Woody wrote it. And, yeah, I think that's one, that was one part of the attraction uh, for me is including all of those verses, you know, because they're so relevant and, and that's how he, he felt about it. And Yeah, I think there's a, well, I think for kids especially, and obviously a lot of times this is, proper but i think there's and people think there's a need to edit things you know and, and not talk about certain things that it may be quote-unquote controversial but you know i think the way that woody puts it and the way he talks about it you know really it's it's true and, and should stay in there no i mean i've remember i think springsteen did it once without those verses in it and you're like and then most of us didn't even know those verses existed, obviously, when we were growing up and we would hear that. And then later on, I think he did it with Pete Seeger, where he actually edited those verses back in. And obviously, it's funny, when I first um, I went and downloaded this on iTunes before I knew when I was going to talk to you, 
And I'm going, and I saw it was like four and a half minutes. I said, wow, I wonder if he, if he did the, uh, all the verses. And I was so excited that you did. And I was like, that's so cool. I mean, obviously we know you get it. You're on top of everything, but it was just amazing. And your rendition of it and the orchestration and the music behind it is just fantastic. I mean, you really brought some modern life to a song that is, like I said, the quintessential, almost perfect American song. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, the song means a lot to to me and to all of us. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, like I said, it's like a magic spell. <laughs> you know, it's like somehow he knew how to eternally phrase, you know, what what needed to be said and phrase it in a way that would not become outdated. And, you know, it's, it's just it's magic. Now, do you, do you think that when you guys go back on tour, and obviously you said your uh, new record's coming out in April, do you feel that this will become part of the set? I mean, will this will you mix this in occasionally, or do you feel that it's oh, a yeah, separate definitely. thing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so. It's such a fun song, and, you know, obviously, I mean, one of the reasons we enjoy doing covers is just, you know, that, that moment for people together to sing along and, and enjoy, you know, something and together that's, that's, that's fun. And we try to pick kind of strange outside-the-box covers, but hopefully ones that still a lot of people know because i think that's fun when you go you know especially with a band like us and we're not even a, a new band anymore I mean, we've, been, we've been around quite a while but if a friend brings a friend to come see us play and, and the friend doesn't really know us that well but there's there's a couple covers in there i feel like it's a, just a point of connection for people um and i feel like this song's a real point of connection obviously so yeah i'm sure it'll find its way into a set or two Oh, no, I, I can't wait to see it live. Like I said, I was blown away by the cover, and I know you're busy. So I want to thank Jim James for joining me today. His band, My Morning Jacket, are partnering with the North Face and the Department of Interior to inspire people to get outside to protect and preserve our country's vital resources. And part of the See for Yourself campaign, download their version of This Land is Your Land on iTunes. Thanks again, Jim. And would you like to play Disc Jockey in intro this next song for us? Jim James on anything, anything. And uh, here comes our cover of This Land is Your Land. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that. 